0: Hello and welcome to the Dream Team podcast with James Buckley. I'm James Buckley. Um, Dream Team asked me to do this podcast because I love football. I got some responses to the last podcast. You can um, send me messages directly, whoever you are, um, to at James underscore Buckley on Twitter. Isn't Twitter a brilliant thing? How anyone can get in contact with me and tell me exactly what they're thinking. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Um, yeah. I've got a I've got a question here from Big Cheese409 at Big Cheese409. <laughs> What's your opinion on Parju? I give it a season until he ruins Balasians aha. Um Well, I disagree with that. I think he's done a good job so far. And I'm not sure it's in his interest to ruin two of our good players. So um, that's my answer to that question. Was that good, Jello?
1: That was good. Yeah, um, I think you're right. I, I, I think we can't be too hard on a man who has a name that sounds like a
0: sneeze. Okay. Um, I think that's enough interaction with listeners. Yeah, <laughs> we've broken those barriers. Yeah, um,
1: well, I quite like. that There's another question that that you've um, someone has tweeted.
0: Yeah, you? well, you you won't get that because. What? because you've not seen the in It's a reference to the in betweeners. How right? much
1: Lego can you stick up your bar? Yeah,
0: I can't be bothered to go through all that the oh, bark organ. It was, a, it was a reference to the Lego movie. No. Right. Um that voice you can hear is my co host, Jal Hartley. Hello, Jal. Hello. How how are you?
1: Yeah, not bad. Thanks. Been um been on the internet this week. Been looking on the internet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the um introductions done. Ticked all the things off, off of our little... Um, on with the show. On with the show. What's up next?
1: Well, uh, I, I went to another, my second Watford game.
0: Okay, yeah, we've got Watford update. Um, what, what, what else do we do on this show? Got, I can't remember um, from last.
1: Buckley's uh, £30 bet. £3 pound bet. £3. Pounds. Careful. I spilt Bovril on this um, sheet. So I can't. Oh, is that what. Bovril, is it? I thought yes. It was.
0: All right, we've far asked about long enough. Now it's time to bring in our special guest. It's one of the co chairmen of Crystal Palace, someone who I just want to say a great big thank you to. Um, it's Mr. Steve Parrish. How are you today? Good, James, thank you. Nice um, to you. Pr- pr- we both probably would have been happier today had the weekend gone mm. slightly differently.
2: Yeah, it's, what is it, Tuesday, so I'm starting to get over it. What was the. What, Basically, what, what, it was a big what, decision. Was the, what was the score?
0: Yeah, it ended up being three-one, um, which I thought was flattering.
2: But on the decision, I, I do think that you don't really want ten men on the pitch for half of the game for one team. Nobody wants that. I don't even think West Ham really want that. You know, they want a good game with the best team winning. Yeah. So it's disappointing, and I think if 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 you look back at other games, it's the lack of consistency. If you look back at that Arsenal game. And they said on match of the day, look, Dwight knows that he's going to get sent off. Well, look at Cockerland on that day. The minute he makes that third incredible. challenge, he puts Absol- his hands to his face. He knows incredible. he's going to get sent off, and the referee warns him. And virtually tells the, you know, their management to sub him because you know next thing he does, <laughs> he's going to get sent off. And that is typically the kind of thing that you feel as one of the smaller teams, if you like, you know, which is yeah. what we are. Let's yes. face it, one of the smaller teams in the league from a historical point of view, and. We're trying not to be, but that's where we are at the moment. You do feel like that. But it was, I think Dwight will probably look at that and feel a little bit disappointed because there's no need to put the referee in that position. No, you know, I, I think he thought that
0: at that moment. Uh, I felt really sorry for him when he walked off. I, like, it was difficult. Um, little suggestion. Um, I, got an ex-
1: <clears throat> I know you know a lot of um, football people. Perhaps you could suggest it. Intermediate card between a yellow and a red, an orange card. What?
2: So uh, yeah, I saw you going. So it's like a sunset. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what would you what, what would you do outside of football? Like, uh, if there wasn't any football, what would be your second choice to music? Uh, things, I guess
2: music, what film, music? music. You know, gone. What What bands do I like? <laughs> We're going through that now, yeah. are we? Um, so music um, my all time favourite musician is Billy Bragg why because when I was a kid he just kind of talked about the issues he was about three four years older than me I think he is about your age and, uh, <laughs> and, and he was kind of living through getting a job getting a girlfriend you know and kind of singing songs about it so but I was in that jam clash and then, you know, New Romantic and all that kind of era, that was what I grew up through.
1: Okay, that's that question of... Getting the Bill Wyman, have you yet, ever man. experienced Bill Wyman's Sticky Fingers?
2: I've never been to his restaurant, no. Oh, he's got a restaurant? Called Sticky Fingers. Yeah, has he? A very successful one it <laughs> yeah. is as well. Funny coincidence. Bill Wyman actually said, um, he came to a game, and again to this point about football, so Bill's... To with the Rolling Stones, uh, lived in France a lot of his life. Knows, we were talking about Mark Chagall, who he knew very well for the last eight years of his life. Fascinating life, you know, lived all over the world done all these amazing things. I said to him, Do you still follow the club, Bill? So he said, Are you mad? If you lose, it ruins my week. <laughs> That's what football means to people. Right. It means a lot more to you if you've supported a club since you're four years old. Yeah. I was in America last week talking to NBC. Just trying to get across to the American listeners what football means to people here. Obviously me and you, you know. Yeah. Currently, currently accepted. <laughs> sure. it been to two games. But, um, you know, it's everything, isn't it, really? You know, it's, yeah. it's almost impossible to have a business meeting or bump into a mate and not talk about football at yeah. some point in the conversation. It's, it's it will the, come up. It's it's the a, basis
0: of a lot of my relationships. It's yeah. the, the, you know, it's that important.
2: It kind of replaces... It's our hello, how are you, have a nice day, isn't it? They've got yeah. that little device that they use to kind of talk to each other. We just say, you're not doing very well, are you? Yeah, And everybody knows what that means. It yeah. doesn't mean you've had an illness lately, or, you know, it means... <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? You don't even have to say you're talking about football, dear. you? are not doing very well, are you? What does that mean? To any guy, that means his football team... It'd be bad if one day someone turns around and goes, who told you? <laughs> who told you? <laughs> who told you? Did my
0: wife tell you? Yeah, the results are bad. D- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alan Pardew seems to be
2: just is he going to stick around? I can't worry about these things. You know, and Alan doesn't think about these things. I know you cross these bridges in football when, when, if if and when they come. And and as you've just said, you can't want not to be successful. No. Yeah. I think that's
0: what I take from it. Cause I just think I've said a few times that this is the most successful spell of Crystal Palace in my lifetime. Um, uh, And I'm really enjoying it. And, all the right things have being said about Crystal Palace, and um,
2: it's flattering. It's you know, it, it, I, it, you know, yeah, it's great, isn't it, to not be sort of, oh, you just support Crystal Palace, you know, actually, <laughs> you just support Crystal Palace, mate. Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I tell you, because I keep getting asked about all this, and Alan keeps getting asked, and Alan cares. About I didn't the... realise it. No, I, but I... it's fine. <laughs> Alan cares about the club. Yeah, right. We have a good relationship. If we weren't in the situation we're in, I'm sure we'd be mates, but we're not in that situation at the moment. I'm the chairman, he's the manager. We're working really hard together to do the right things for the football club and move it forward. Neither of us are going to be there forever. What we've got to make sure... Oh, it's impossible, (laughs) right? The club will, will, will last us. So what both of us have got to do is make sure that the infrastructure of the club and the culture of the club... It doesn't revolve around in the end one person. Brilliant. And Alan is doing an enormous amount in the backgrounds with the academy, um, with with improving everything, working with me on on every aspect of the club to make it better. And if 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 there comes a day where you know Real Madrid want Alan, you know number one, we should all be proud of that. If that was an opportunity he got and he, and, he, and he wanted to do it, you know. And I would love to see an English manager managing one of the, these top, top, top clubs not just in England but in Europe Yeah. if that was to happen I know number one that he will help me and help the club make sure you know everything he's doing now is working towards continuity so every single day that he's still at our club and I'm there hopefully we can make it better and then when these bridges come you know we'll cross them quite easily because we'll just be in a much better state to do it that's the plan so that's what we're working towards Great
0: I was at the game on the weekend yeah <laughs> I was in the director's box. It was great. I was going to ask you, if I could maybe get 10 games a season yeah. that I would pay for um, someone and their kids, their season tickets for, for a year as a little deal. Because I don't think I should be taking... I think I should be putting
2: back into the club. I like that. Can we do There's that? There. Can I have that in Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. I think I'm going to cry. Let's do that. Brilliant. It's a beautiful deal. I'll
0: put it out on Twitter and I'll do a little competition.
2: Pick the... Pick the... Kid in there yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll buy this season ticket Beautiful. next,
0: next Let's year. Let's do that. Lovely. It's Buckley's three pound bet. Three pound bet. Three pound bet. Three pound bet. Okay. All oh, right. God. It's time now for Buckley's three pound bet. And helping me this week is Crystal Palace co-chairman Steve Parrish. Okay. So um, I've done my accumulator for for next weekend's games. Okay. Um. So West Ham Chelsea. I've gone for Chelsea away. I think they're back... They they weren't spectacular over the weekend,
2: but they, they got a result. Got the result, um, yeah. And I think... And West Ham aren't as good at home as they've been away. Everyone's finding it harder to win at home. So... West Ham played very well against us, by the way. I just thought just they were. The I, thought, yeah, no, uh, I thought they were. I thought they were set up. Excuses. I thought they were set up really I thought, well. I, I th- thought they were one of the better teams we've had over there this season. Yeah. And West Ham, Chelsea,
1: um uh, I think that West Ham will win because they've got a castle with two hammers outside, and Chelsea have got an Alsatian eating its own tail, which is not a good omen what? to have on it. That's what they've got, isn't it?
2: It really doesn't matter why he arrives. He thinks Weston. <laughs> I know, yeah, well Yeah. We. OK. Bless him. He'll probably get them all right, by the way. Bless him. Then we've got...
0: Bless him. It's nice they can get out. Yeah. Then we've got two big derbies this weekend. Um, Sunderland, Newcastle. Uh, I've sat on the fence and I've just gone for a draw. I think they're both... Apart from um, Newcastle over the weekend, obviously they just sort of... Exploded with goals They seem to Save all their
2: well, goals Well I didn't up see them, the game Because obviously we lost So I didn't watch any football Saturday night I had a proper Saturday, right. Saturday night <laughs> um, It was one of those days Wasn't it But that's going to give them A lot of that. confidence Going into that game Yeah And maybe. I think Sunderland Maybe still a bit low on confidence Although it's Sam's so, but,
0: first game But it's, it's a derby And sometimes you sort of Find a bit Newcastle got a terrible record there I know they? yeah a Period of time So that, yeah, that's it. I I I thought that Sunderland would win it, but then I thought Newcastle had a good weekend last weekend. So I, like I went, it. So I, I went like for you draw. So you sat on the fence. Really. Yeah. Uh, then we got Manchester. Uh, I've gone for City away in the Manchester derby. I think um, I think Manchester United look exposed when they come across. Uh, when they come up against Arsenal, and I think that City are much even you know deadlier than than Arsenal,
2: especially at the moment. It's at Man United, is it? Yeah, United, yeah. It's at, it's at Old Trafford. They've become impossible to call, haven't they, the Man- Manchester derby, because you just get ridiculous results sometimes, don't you? Five nils or something, you know, and crazy Man City have beaten them. I hope for the sake of the championship.
3: Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honouring highly requested new colours for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind.
2: that possibly they beat Man City, because I think there's a little danger oh, yeah, that Man City might be, run away with it this yeah. season if the others don't get their act together. And I think it's always better for the league if we have a nice, tight title race. Leicester Palace, gone for Palace.
0: OK. I think that's um, that's one of the... Leicester, obviously, they're, they're doing brilliantly, I think.
2: Um, Fantastic. Yeah. Come back from 2-0 down oh, every game. Oh, you've, oh, no, you've got to get yeah. four goals in front
0: to beat them. I just think at the beginning of the, se- of the season, that's a game I would have gone three, need three points there.
2: Well, but last season we were there and we beat them, but really we shouldn't have done. They were fantastic there last year. I,
0: I, I, I really like them. I, really, I, I like watching them. Yeah. Um, Vardy's the leading goal scorer at Incredible. the moment with nine Incredible. goals.
2: Um, but obviously, I, I'm. Dougie went up to Fleetwood to try and sign James. Bardy, when, we really? when he was managing us, yeah, talked talk to me all about him, said we should really look at it, and he said, I'm going to go up there, I'm going to see the chairman, I said great, okay, and let me know if I can do anything to help, and he went up and he saw the chairman and the, and the manager and probably the player, because they were quite open about the fact they were trying to sell him, they, I think they wanted a million quid for him, which I think Leicester paid m- maybe even more, Right, which was a bold, you know, bold move, so... Worked out well here, done for it? them, and he's fantastic, fantastic player. I mean, incredible story, Fleetwood to England. Yeah, he's around in, the England squad years, now. Yeah. He's coming on. Um,
0: oh, so here's a candid question that I want to ask you: Is there any um, any point during the summer that Palace uh, inquired about Charlie Austin? Yeah, I just think it would have been a really great fit for for Palace, and it was. It was. It was I would have loved to have seen Charlie Austin at Palace, basically.
2: Yeah, I think we were, we were interested, but yeah. it wasn't to be for one reason or another. So, you know, that's that happens. I mean, one of the things that changes when you own the club, I mean, I, I was laughing with, with Mark about it. I can't remember what play it was we were looking at for West Ham. I said, I'll bet he'll score because we could have signed him. But you do almost get a chance to sign everyone yeah. in your world, you know. So you you kind of constantly, when 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 an opposition player scores or does really well, there's always a... Yeah, we could have signed him, couldn't we? You know, yeah. it's kind of almost every player in the end. Um, are you
1: not going to ask me who I'm going to... Oh,
0: yeah, I suppose a bear. Uh, yeah, who are you going to go for? Out of,
1: no, right, don't... You know, no, who,
0: who, it who do you want to win out of Leicester City and Palace? And can I remind you that one of the owners of Crystal Palace is sitting right next to you?
2: <clears throat> Let's go for who you think will win. Then you don't have to feel quite so pressured.
1: Mm, well, because I'm just looking... There's a fox on one of the logos and then an eagle.
2: They are the foxes, aren't they? The yeah. Are they? yeah. Can know. you just go with your gut, Jalal, because yeah. I've got more games right. to get through. Yeah,
1: OK. I think in a fight, an eagle would, would kill a fox. OK. <laughs> and that was Buckley's three-pound bet. <laughs> oh, are you ready? <laughs> but I haven't even on, got on to um, Steve's uh, photography awards.
0: Well,
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the Australian, that. Steve Parrish. <laughs> huh? The reason the reason I've managed to not have a Wikipedia page, which is quite useful. It's not when you're trying to, um, when that's as much um, research I do on guests. It's really unhelpful. The, the only, the only <laughs> t- well, why, why don't we talk about I, mean- I, I was on a plane once and this really attractive stewardess came out and said to me, are you Steve Parrish? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, <actually> I am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm Steve Parish. You recognise me? She said, yeah, yeah. I absolutely love those greeting cards that you do. They're <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time I knew about this guy. <laughs> Really? Yeah, they're really amazing. Okay. I went with it, yeah. obviously. No, I went oh, with well, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they take me a lot of time.
0: <laughs> okay, it's now time for Jalal's, um, well, we call, last week we called it Watford Update, but mm. I've finessed it. All right. Um, I've gone away, gone to some focus groups, spoken to them, looked at some pie charts. Mm. And uh, apparently everyone's gone crazy for Weekly Watford. Jalal's Weekly Watford. We should use it then. Yeah. Up next is Jalal's Weekly Watford. You went to the uh, Watford Arsenal game. Yeah. And you uh, met Mike. Yeah. Off of the Rookery End Watford podcast. Yeah. Uh, to, <laughs> to learn how to do a bit of chanting. That's right. All right, Great. Hello. So we're back in Watford,
1: and um, one of the interesting things about football, I suppose, is the um, the shouting, the rhythmic shouting that the footballers do. Um, they call it they call it chanting. It's not like Gregorian chant. So it's not like Gregorian chanting. It's not about it's not about
3: meditation. It's not about sort of finding a peaceful moment in your life. Forget forget your Gregorian chanting. It's been lost a little bit over the last couple of years. But back in the 80s and 90s, people stood on we-soaked terraces to support their football team.
1: We're at the Watford Arsenal game. Uh, it's a late kick-off. Everybody's clapping. Don't know why. Everybody's been in the pub. Like, even the kids are drunk. We're here. There's a lot of chanting. I don't... I get that one. That's Watford. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do some clapping and, and go whoa, and then I'll report back. Wish me luck. <dumbbells> no, I don't know the tune or the lyrics. <Michaels> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and now Dini has muscled Coquelin off the ball and will let fly! And it's turned aside by Czech.
1: What are we... What, what? Come on, you horns. Come on, you horns. Come on! You horns. There we go. Oh, it's changed. I, changed. I, changed. Many, I don't know how many how many repetitions are there. I don't I don't know. That... What do they sing in the family stand? That's what I want to know. If you're happy and you know it, kick the ball. If you're happy and you know it, kick the ball. Hey, do you think I could start... Of... That's a chant. It's a great chance for Watford,
3: which is spurned. Orionagalo looks to the referee, but he knows he really should have scored. If you love Watford, stand up. If
1: you love Watford, stand up. If you love Watford, stand up, up. beef. So you've got to do it in Vic Vic Reeves style. Rip, 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 rip.
2: Oh and now, and
1: now we sit down. But they don't instruct you to sit down, do they? Oh, we're standing up again. I feel like Jeremy Corbyn like, during the national anthem. <laughs> Maybe he just didn't know the words. Maybe he just didn't know the words. But
3: Urzil finds Giroud and that's game over.
1: I'm never coming to football ever again. I'm never coming to football ever again. Although I might be back next time at the Watford Play game if I've forgotten about this which I will because it's like childbirth isn't it it's like childbirth three minutes of extra time that's one goal a minute we need and still the chanting the relentless chanting goes on
3: and the grim reality of Premier League life for Kike Sanchez Flores and his
1: men do you not ever think oh I just what's the point I mean do you ever think that Always, always. But then you but then you have a moment of clarity and then you realise
3: that there's more than just the game on the pitch. There's before the game, there's after the game, there's during the game.
1: So you're chasing like the shared euphoria?
3: Yeah, that, that's all you've got. It's like a shared moment. And football's nothing more than a collection of moments. So, you know, the world goes on. There's bad stuff happening, there's good stuff happening. But this is our bubble, this is our time and this is why we pay our money and come. So you've got to give it your all while you're in there. Ultimately, you as a supporter, can all you can do is hang it all out there, give it give it all you've got, and, and that's that's how you enjoy football.
0: Good God. I'm not sure about letting you go to these things on your own. <laughs> oh, <boy>. you just <laughs> seems to be sort of left off the leash a little bit. Yeah. You sound like you've done a load mm. of Beckys. <laughs> What's uh, the matter with you? Uh, yeah. Were you on something? Bovril? Bovril, obviously. Uh, thought, <laughs> I've been watching James for about the last <laughs> ten
1: seconds, <laughs> trying to deal with that uh, belch in a in a sort of discreet
0: way, and,
1: and then he just didn't bother.
0: <laughs> so, do you have any um, musical ability? Do you play any instruments or anything like that? Trombone. Play trombone. Yeah. Do Do you, you want to um, make a Watford chant with my trombone? Yeah. I haven't brought it with me no but I mean for next week say no if you don't want to what make
1: one over the week yeah yeah alright then
0: that's good
1: uh, at the game this week it was very interesting I yep. asked for a little facts here yeah if you want an Irish bovril they won't serve it to you they
0: won't give you an Irish bovril
1: no there's no alcohol allowed in the stand so what? I just had to have a, a
0: virgin bovril
1: you can't buy a pint no you can buy a pint well, that's alcohol then. Yeah, but you can't drink it. You can't take it into the stand.
0: Go you mean on. going into the seat? Um, did will get in touch with you? They haven't. Yeah, they haven't got but, in touch but, with um,
1: you. I'd, I've only just got on the internet, so I'm presuming. Um, I've only got dial-up anyway. So I, know.
0: I know. Actually, yeah, because I actually I got an email from you this week. I wondered what was strange because I've i this is the first email I've ever got from you. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to. I wanted to address it. Um, because I didn't email you back, which you might have thought was a bit rude. But I actually wanted to save it until this moment, until we we're actually doing the podcast. OK. Um Because I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. It just says, my favourite gardening presenter, as mentioned in the podcast, would like to make a programme about football pitches. We should get him on, right? It's pretty much football chat. Looks like he's a, he supports Arsenal too. OK, so I just want to... I just want to say now, publicly. Oh, well, I didn't write it in that stupid voice. <laughs> well, I'm just...
1: Really, I'd say
0: how I see it. Yeah. I just want to... Um, who was that you were talking about, by the way? Toby Buckland. Toby Buckland. I just want to say now that we won't be having a gardener Why on the show. No, but he wants it Talking about football pitches. That's an inter- interesting topic, talking about football pitches. I don't think it is. What? Um, next week, who's our guessing? next... <laughs> <laughs> Who's our guest next week? James is Howard. <laughs> uh, Who's our guest next week? Don't know yet, do we? Get up off the floor. The ne- Yeah, next week's guest will be good. It won't be a gardener. I can promise you that. Don't forget to check out my palace diary on uh, dreamteamfc.com. What do you think of that? I'm writing a little palace diary. I'm like um, a proper journalist now. I haven't
1: I got a diary?
0: You want a diary? Yeah. All right. Well, what, on Watford? You'll do a Watford one, I'll do a Palace one. Yeah. All right, I'll go in there. I'll march up to dreamteamfc.com and I'll say, look, if you want a diary from me, you're going to have to take a diary from Jalil as well. Take Gunter with you.
1: Nobody. I've never seen anybody say no to him. Once he's got his bullwhip in his hand, I've never seen anybody say no to him. No. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> 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 I'm feeling dry.
0: Do you want do you want a bonus, Steve? I've got a little bonus for you. Yeah, it's
2: just marmite. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well there's bovril.
2: <laughs> I can smell that. Yeah. So that a... I'm a bit of a um, more of a marmite person, so. <laughs> really? Yeah, there's isn't... a there's a definite deep difference. It's a bit like brown sauce and tomato sauce, isn't it? Which you, like... you
1: prefer brown sauce or tomato sauce? <laughs> tomato sauce. Do
2: you? I, I, might, mm.
0: yeah, yeah. I think there's uh... I don't Cheers.
1: understand people who prefer ketchup to to. Brown sauce. I don't.
0: So I, don't, I, don't like brown I, sauce. I don't want to. Uh, I wouldn't like to. If I wouldn't. I wouldn't like Stoke, to live without either.
1: Stokes brown sauce. You, you won't go back. Cheers.